up. Oh, Nelly, my favorite day of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Husker Hype Radio Podcast, episode 41. I'm Eddie Rosenthal. We got Aaron Warsfold in purple and red, sporting his alumni and also his favorite college football team, the Nebraska Cornhuskers, and E-Rock. He's about to pour himself up either a Bloody Mary or a Red Beer. We'll find out here drink. soon, I guess. But we're all here. It's episode 41. How are we doing today, fellas? The boys are buzzing, Ed. Absolutely buzzing. It's a great day to be alive. Uh, We got a little bit of Husker news to start off with. A couple of things outside of the Husker football realm that are exciting as well. Let's go ahead. Get into it. First thing here, right off the bat, I think we talk about this. The really, like, biggest, like, Husker related news thing of a very like w- about the team. Corey Collier, who we talked about maybe last podcast or, or mm-hmm. the one before that, no longer with the Nebraska football team. What do we got to think about that, boys? Couldn't meet the standard. The standard set, you can't match the standard. Get on the road, pal. It's kind of interesting. I, I, it's, um, it's the I wonder if it's more like kind of a Miles Farmer situation where I mean Corey didn't play as many games as my as Miles, wasn't a starter like Miles, but maybe a guy who had some issues with the way that he was being coached, thought that, you know, maybe he was above some of the expectations of the team and doesn't really align his values to what Nebraska is trying to do. And I, I think, yeah, doesn't set the standard. And if you're going to try to do your own thing, that that's not going to work being a Nebraska football player, you know? And as good of as, as an athlete as we was, I think we all said we would have loved to see what Corey Collier is going to do this season. Mm-hmm. But now he's off the team and let's see if he finds a landing spot. It'll, it'll be interesting if he does. Um, kind of this late, like it's coming in. You're almost at spring ball. Um, probably when does spring ball start? Probably like start of start of March, right? Mm-hmm, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Spring game is April 27th, so it's usually spring game is usually like I feel like like early April, not April 27th, which is a little interesting. But um, yeah, man. I I best of luck to him, but sometimes that's just how the cookie crumbles. Um, Miles Farmer talking about him a little bit. He transferred to Syracuse, and I don't know if we cover this, but he transferred again. He's at like Appalachian State right now, I believe. Oh no! Yeah. Oh no! And I don't even know if it's Appalachian State to be honest with you, dude. It might be like Southern Miss, maybe or something like. I know it's a yellow and black team, but that just yep. kind of like you're right, Eddie. You- Appalachian State. Oh, that's a tough look for Miles, dude. I know, man. And it's like, if you're going to transfer out of Nebraska, how many guys that have transferred out of Nebraska actually end up going to somewhere better? Yeah, they say there's a stat a couple years ago when the transfer portal like first was a full deal. And I think, I can't remember what the exact stat was. We can look it up. But it was like 75% or plus either go a step below or like they go a step below like and then half two or of them don't even don't even find a home right like a lot of these guys they enter the transfer portal and don't find a home which is 
pretty interesting. And yeah, I'm trying to think of a guy right now who went on. I mean, like you could say Wandale Robinson, maybe going to Kentucky. They were better than us at the time for sure. Um, that's the, the only like legitimate one that I can think of though. Like, uh, Oh, well, what's his name? Casey Rogers to Oregon. Yeah, but he only played special teams. I was going to say Casey Rogers, but he didn't. No, I think, I'm pretty sure he started this year. He started. I yeah, think he, he started. Playing, or if he, he didn't was... start, he had big playing time because they even yeah. had him like on their social media proposing to his girlfriend on on the field. Yeah. So it's good for those guys, but I mean, if you if you're not playing for the Big Red, dude, and you're if you're not on Big Red standards, then it's probably going to be pretty hard to play somewhere else. That if not, the standards will be even higher there. Yeah. The, the program that's already, you know, we're building right now. But if you want to go to fucking Oregon or Alabama or Ole Miss and you can't fucking play at Nebraska right now, then you might be seeing yourself at Appalachian State. Could we could we have used Miles this last year? That's I think good, I, I mean think dude, yes. our defense was fucking they they were dogs, man. Uh, what do we they, give the what do we give the secondary though? I think we gave the secondary like a C or C minus. Yeah, and could, and could Miles Get us a letter grade, B minus C plus. I don't know if he'd bump us up a whole letter, but there you could say when Deshaun Singleton got injured and Phelan Sanford came in. I love the kid. He's from Nebraska, but I rather probably would have rather had fucking farmer out there, you right. know. Um, yeah, that's interesting. I mean, Miles Farmer, he probably could have, but it just comes to like what we were talking about, man. If you don't want to like cooperate with your coaches, then is it even worth it having an athlete like that on the team? If he's going to be more of a problem in the locker room or other places. And, when, and it makes you wonder what happened in the Syracuse locker room. Like we, like, right. we kind of have an idea that he was, you know, not like an authority here. I wonder what happened there. The fall to app state. That's, that's tough. Yes. And at one point in time, he was my favorite player on the team. If uh, the, the original hypesters remember. He was. Yes, he was. Um, What else, man? Yeah, so so Corey Collier no longer part of the team. We don't have anybody else right now. I did see on Twitter a couple of guys are coming for Marcus Macuse's head saying that we're going to see him next. But I don't I don't know. I mean, they're both from Florida. So it, it makes you wonder, too, like, what is the what is the Florida like? It's got to be. I don't know about the camaraderie in the Florida locker room, man, or what Billy Napier is doing over there. Napier. And the B- Billy, he, I think he needs to get his boys under control, you know? And I, w- I would say not to come for Marcus McCuse's head yet because he's coming from a place like Florida where obviously we've seen two guys come in and also Matt Rule kicked one off the team and now said in a press conference that one needs to start – Adhering to, to yeah, our yeah, standards, yeah. yeah. So it's just interesting. Both guys are from Florida, and both having problems. I mean, he's been here for what two weeks now, maybe a month. Yeah. It takes it takes time to adjust to the the Matt Rule era. This isn't Scott Frost, where if you're talented, you're gonna come in and play. You gotta you gotta show up to class. You gotta go work in the community. You gotta do the right things. Going to be a Husker football player at the end on the side of your helmet. Exactly. That's true. That's, they, they, that's why we're building yeah. culture and not just good players. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. Napier's down there. It's Florida. It's Gainesville. There's, there's, it's hot. It's hot down there. There's a lot of stuff to do. You know, there's a lot of, a lot of 
uh, distractions of sorts. Yep. And that's a good and thing about Omaha, Nebraska, or Lincoln, Nebraska. Half the time you're wearing a, a, a coat and you're outside with your boys running through the snow. Yep. Exactly. Accountability. It's, it's hard to keep track of those Florida players. They're going all different places. But in Omaha, you got you don't really got nowhere to go. And if you do, you got old Dr. E-Rock at the bar. What are you doing out drinking, buddy? Get back to practice. It's so hard to fill. Next headline that I got, this, this was off Twitter again as well. I saw that Matt Rule, I don't know if it was a press conference or he was talking to some news reporter, but he was saying that Iowa fans have come up to him and asked him to take a picture with Matt Rule. Guys, could you see yourself seeing Kirk Ferentz and asking you to take a picture with that motherfucker? With all due, like Kirk Ferentz, yeah, good. I mean, he's a college football coach. He's been at Iowa forever. But I'm, as a Nebraska football fan, am not going to go up to my rival head coach, shake his hand, and ask him to take a fucking picture with me. Yeah, there's no, no chance. I would do a lot of bad things Kirk Ferentz for asking for a picture. No, I think you guys are thinking about it wrong. I think, like, when you go get the picture, I think you, like, spit in your hand or, like, wipe your asshole. You finger your asshole, and then you go shake his hand. Yeah. And then yeah. when you get the picture with him, then you get to edit, like, a cock in his mouth post-production. Yes. Or So like, nobody – you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or you go up to him, like, <laughs> shake his hand, put it around your back of your head, and then kneel down and, like, go up to his crotch and pretend like he's making you suck his dick. And then you well, yeah. <laughs> and then this one's going to the Iowa City Police Department, the yeah, ICPD. Yeah. And they like, got you, bitch. You better listen, <laughs> Nebraska. I'm this is getting leaked. Got you, bitch. Yeah, just just extremely like second place vibes from Iowa fans right there. Going to get a pick with the Nebraska head coach. I Which mean, is interesting because you'd think it'd be the other way around. Like, Nebraska, nicest fans in college football. Like, you'd think that it'd be vice versa because Iowa fans are just assholes. Right. But we don't we do not do that around here. I, Hill, if I saw Kirk, I might, you know, be like, hey, Kirk, uh, go Big Red is what I would say. That's, that's all I would say. I'd never ask for a picture. Never ask for an autograph. Anything like that. But definitely not an autograph. No. That's our or, or, that's or our if you get... Or if you get like a autograph, it's like Kirk Ferentz is stupid, or you know, yeah. Put, hey, put hey, Kirk. By. So does, does your does your son have to move back into your basement now? He can't call plays anymore, or how does that whole thing work? Oh God, <laughs> where did I? Anyway, yeah. <laughs> is Brian Ferentz still on staff? I was about to ask that same thing. I was like, where did he end up? I gotta look this up. I don't. I I feel like he, he could have probably put him down to like an offensive analyst. I think like that, that he like I mean, is in the league coaching like an O line in the league somewhere. Really? I don't know. I I I heard um Iowa got mad again because they one of their analysts got promoted to being the wide receivers coach, and he totally doesn't look like a wide receivers coach. It's like you're gonna have Iowa City kids only wanting to play for this guy. He, I have no idea what his name is, but he doesn't look. Like a guy, like we got Garrett McGuire. He might not look like a wide receivers coach, but he's young. He can relate to all the guys on the team, and he's smart as fuck. I mean, he's 24 years old and he's coaching college football, and 
who knows, he might find a new landing spot with his dad at Texas Tech or somewhere, something pretty soon here. But you got like a 33, 34-year-old guy coaching at Iowa wide receivers who's probably never coached wide receivers before. This Iowa offense, I, I don't even know if they'll, if they'll be better next year. Any word on Brian? <laughs> no, there's no word on Brian, but like, I hate to bring this back up. I'm looking at his Wikipedia. The Board of Regents in the state of Iowa had to pay the defendant, like 12 Iowa football players, $4 million because of the racial acts, bias accusations against Brian Ferentz and Kirk and Gary Barta, the AD. Wow. I did so, not. I forgot that about all of that. Here's the between Nebraska and Iowa. Just remember. Just remember. They're racist. Boys are a little racist over there. <laughs> a little bit racist. But, yeah, no, I don't think he's coaching. Yeah, good good riddance. We don't need that in the Big Ten. No, make the whole Big Ten better. Exactly. Addition by subtraction. Yeah. Um, enough about Iowa then here, folks. Let's talk about the up-and-coming Nebraska football guys. Um, this past weekend, Nebraska had their state wrestling tournament, and our boy, who's been committed since he was, I, I think, maybe a freshman or if not a sophomore in high school, Tyson Terry. Class of 2025, 6'2", 285, wins his third state wrestling championship in a row, going for his fourth next year. Are we just breeding polar bears now? Is Nebraska breeding polar bears on the defensive line? We might be. Tyson we Terry might. Is, is might as well be the next polar bear, dude. He, he probably be will be. Dude, he's 6'2", 285, and... Nash Hutmacher, also a star wrestler, never lost a match in high school at in South Dakota. I have to imagine Nebraska's wrestling. There's there's a little bit more talent in Nebraska, and Tyson Terry's going Class A. He's not in Fremont doing Class B. This is Class A state wrestling, and Tyson Terry has won his third state championship, going for four next year, and he's a motherfucking Husker out of Omaha North. In that shit, did you guys? Did you guys watch like the highlights of that final match, that championship match? Uh, I know uh, it's high school, so we can go about that all day. But he finished the dude in like two minutes. He got the guy down on the ground like thirty seconds. The guy never had a chance. He was just fighting to stay up with one arm. Just it was pretty awesome off. to watch. It was pretty awesome to watch. He just dominated him. You just tell like, okay, he's way stronger than he is. No chance. Yeah, bro, and that's that's the thing too, man. He's. He's already 285 pounds. He has one more year of high school left. And then he starts eating some Omaha steaks. And who even this, this, this dude could be the scariest motherfucker in the big 10, his freshman year. This is a big boy. I'm going to put it against him. He's a big boy. He's a dog. He's got that dog mentality. Yeah. He had offers from Colorado. More, no, really more regional offers. Um, like Colorado, Kansas, Iowa State, Iowa, nothing really in the West or East or South. Vanderbilt offered him, but USC tried it, coming and taking taking a look at him, but he told him he's all in. Who who tried to take a look at him? USC last year. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I think that Nebraska hopped on him so quick, and he's a Husker at heart. So it's like at that point, it's like why even try for this kid because you know he's a big red. 
through and through. He bleeds reds and he shits corn since he was in diapers. You know, you're not gonna you're not gonna flip this kid. He's a right. fucking husker. So that's sick, man. Tyson Terry, I'm excited to see him. TT, I'm gonna call him TT. I'm gonna call that boy TT. <laughs> Get a TT. Spot Rose coaching TT. Yeah, get a TT. Come on, man. <laughs> um, what's this next headline here, Eddie? I mean, I've been intrigued with this one their whole day. This, this is, this is another one that I kind of stole from Twitter as well. I've just been on the Twitter and things have caught my attention, and I'd like to get your guys' opinions on them. Um, Oregon, zero national championships. There was a meme. It was like you know. To this day, Oregon has 86 million uniform combinations, but still zero national championships. Which kind of made me think it's like, yeah, but there's kind of still, they've been in the national spotlight since like the early 2010s. Since Chip Kelly coached them and then Marcus Mariota, they made it to the national championship. Would you guys, would you guys, here's a little would you rather, would you give up? a Nebraska football national championship to have success to pretty much have like the same thing as Oregon did in the early two thousands to now. No, but we could just have a little bit of like just one, just one. No, no, no. Why'd you say just one then? I know. I just had to double check. I was just making sure. I was like, wait, just one? Maybe like the one in the 70s, one of those could go? Yeah, dude. Fucking, fucking take out the 71, bro. I don't care. And then I I, I don't know. No, man. because I mean, five, five national championships is fucking like that's we're in rare territory up there, dude. It That's true. But then also there's just the argument of is Nebraska even a blue blood anymore because you guys haven't done Ooh, shit. Eddie, what the fuck are you saying? Are you buying into are you buying into fucking Twitter, Eddie? I don't even know what's coming out of your fucking mouth right now. How could you even think? Why would I give up a fucking national championship to be like fucking Oregon? What what the fuck? No. What we're Nebraska? We are the I'm best the fucking team in the nation. Here, but I don't give a shit what you're being. It's pissing me off, okay? Okay. So Jesus. Aaron would not give up a national championship. No, we're not doing Aaron that. Aaron would not give up a <laughs> no. national championship. No. Okay, noted. Eli, <laughs> what do you think? That's a tough one. That's a Oh, oh no, no, what timing. We lost E-Rock, man. He'll get back. He'll he he yeah. still has the invitation, right? Or maybe Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can just resend that. I mean, Aaron, I'm just Well, thinking... he's a... here you go. He's already back in. <laughs> okay. Iraq, what do you think? What do you think? Iraq's back. My bad, fellas. My bad. Um, <laughs> fuck. I don't know if I would give up a national championship because if we do have a little bit of sustained success, like we did with Bo Pelini early on in his little coaching career, we were kind of get the nine, eight, nine. All of this adversity we're going through right now is since Huskerite Radio has been going, we've been at the low. You know what has to happen when you go low and low? That thing's on the trajectory coming up. Right. right. And that's kind of what we've been built on here. Like, you know, don't be with us now if we're not hoist- when we're hoisting up down. Like that that's that's very true. Is where it's almost the butterfly effect where it's like if we would have been good, would we have Matt Rule right now? Would we be at this point right now where the tides are fucking turning and it's you you soon know Nebraska's about to come down and, and strike vengeance on college football. 
That's I think, and everything happens for a reason, right? But I feel like it just would have been nice every now and then to be like, motherfucker, shut up. We're in a new year six. We've been in the new year six. We got all these boys, and it, I don't know, man. Fuck the new year six. All right, here's perspective, Eddie. Here's perspective. Tom Osborne coached from 1973 to 1997, but his first natty wasn't until 94. 94. Right. Buddy went. Buddy went 21 years without winning a dick. And then well, he was three. still winning dick. He wasn't getting the whole thing. Okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he, okay. Had, he had that's a true. dick in his hands. That, that's true. That's true. He okay. went to the I'll, fucking national he championship. Had 12, in like he had 12 big eight, eight, twelve big eight titles, uh, and one big twelve title. Yeah. And his only year in the Big Twelve. So I mean, like they were still winning then, but dude, we've just that's been true. Such that's a true. Fucking I guess that's a good where point. It's like, where it's like, Jesus, brother, can we just have Something, it's coming. Man. It's coming, man. It's, it's coming. coming. And and that's what's going to make all these wins in the next coming years feel so good is because we didn't have shit. We fucking yeah. grew up in our teenage years, man. And, and, and we've lost a lot of guys, a lot of fans that I don't know. I just know a, a, a couple of guys that have been like, I'm done with Nebraska football. I've never been done with Nebraska football. All right. I'm never going to be done with we gotta, Nebraska we gotta, football. Yeah, we got to start moving this fucking topic around. It's, I agree, man. I don't think I would take away a national championship, but I guess that's kind of, it's kind of like, like a quick high almost. Oregon's particularly, Oregon's like particularly impressive though, because they've had what three coaches since they've been like dominant in the last 20 years. Success over, dude, they had Chip Kelly, then what's his name? Helfrich, Cristobal, and now Lanning. And all of those guys probably had a nine win season. Whereas Nebraska, we've had the same amount of coaches and only one out of the four of those fucking coaches ever won nine or ten games. All right. So it's just throw me a quick freaking bone here and give me a good season, like a random fucking I don't know. I, I did listen that. to I did listen to Coach Rule talk at a press conference on ESPN yesterday, and I he was just talking about he's like yeah we were five and three we had a great position to have blah 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 of a season and he's like then we finished five and seven and I was like dude we could have fucking finished like nine and three boys imagine that could have been that we that could have been this year that you were talking Bro, about could have just happened and you know week eight those last six games we were going okay we'll definitely go into Michigan State win that one we'll definitely Maryland's gonna kid we're gonna fucking win that one. And then what happens is the Husker fucking curse or something is above our heads. Too many TikToks. Too many fucking TikToks out of Nebraska. Yeah. That's one. That's if I have one bugaboo, get, coach, to, coach, no more TikTok. No more fucking TikTok. It's, it's year one. It was year one of Matt Rule. We had five well, wins. And we're not doing that anymore. You know, Matt Rule said he's like, yeah, those inside the Nebraska during the games, he was like, that was cool and all, but I don't think that we'll be continuing that moving forward the locker room speeches we got to see what was going on inside that was sick for the fans but you want to keep that shit in the locker room as cool as it is for us to see that's something that needs to be kept within the fucking program you know yeah within the walls yep for sure i agree like maybe maybe at the end of the year you release when we win the national championship like some old documentary like they did with the hype video five team yeah but during the fucking season dude I don't want to see that shit as, as cool as it is. It just puts like too much pressure almost on the team to fucking 
And it's like a show. It's not like we're playing ball. It's like we're exactly. fucking performing. Exactly. It's like uh, hard knocks, like a mini hard knocks. Right. Yeah. Well, okay. So fuck Oregon, even though they've been better than us than this past decade. Fuck them. I wouldn't trade places with them. I'd keep in that national championship and they still have zero. So piss on that, Oregon. Piss on that. Piss on you. Okay, here's another one. I came up with this one myself out of my own noggin, boys. Out of my own noggin. I thought about um Matt Rule, his his press conference after uh, National Signing Day, and he was talking about how both Ramir Johnson and Gabe Irvin are going to be limited, if not out for spring ball. Both of them have shoulder injuries. So it begs the question, these guys, as good as they are, as the potential that we can both see them having – if they keep having the injury bug, man, I mean, who, who, who what do they go down as is Nebraska football history? You another know, thing, can, another thing I don't get is, buddy, I can't remember at this point. I can't remember which one that originally had the because the one was a hip and Ramir, one was a shoulder. Ramir had the shoulder and Gabe had the hip. Yeah, so Ramir, like that happened like week four. That's like we're talking September, right? It's been like eight months, seven months. Right. So it's, what are we doing it's, here? Exactly. And it, I mean, Iraq, what do you think? Like, what, what do we call these running backs right now? Gabe Irvin and Ramir. If they can't stay healthy, do we, I mean, I'm not going to give up on them, but come, come, come fall practice and fall camp comes around and these guys are still injured. Then I, I don't feel like we can rely on these guys and it's going to be the Dante Dowdle, Gabe, Gabe Emma Johnson show, you know? There's about three things I got to put on that one. It's the best ability is availability. So if you're not available, there's no point in all the hype because you ain't doing shit. Two is Matt Rule. I trust what he's doing because we're not like Scott Frost team where we're going to be throwing the ball all practice. It's Big Ten football in practice. We're hitting each other in the mouth 1v1. So you don't want to put Gabe Irvin out there because you know he's a talented player than have him get hurt, not be able to play during the time it actually matters. Right. So I trust Matt, I trust Matt Rule's process and what he's doing. That's tough too because, like you said, we're not doing patty cake practices anymore. We're gonna we're we're doing eleven on eleven, best on best, in practice now. But if these guys don't get any looks in practice, then how can you trust them? Come game time, it's it's a tough decision, and and I mean, really, last year, dude, we had so many injuries, and I don't want to be this guy, but do we have a little bit to blame about of? for Corey Coleman on this is our strength coach. Maybe part of the reason why we're getting all these injuries. No, dude, we have like state of the art, like facilities and recovery stuff. I feel like we do. I don't know if it's something with the program that's injuring these guys. You think it's just more of the injury bug just hit us really hard last year. Or do you think it's, I mean, yeah, we do have state of the art stuff, but it comes down to what you're doing with it. Like we can have these guys on a, on a, righteous program and there's squat and bench and deadlifted all these crazy numbers but what about the band works that they're doing or or things like I'm that? i'm sure or, they got recovery that and therapy i'm sure they have that dialed in and that's recovery is something that rule always talks about whenever he talked uh in the press conference i watched this week he said i always like my guy to train hard but that means i have to make him recover hard too and we're really invested in that so i don't think that that's somebody he's overlooked yeah it's just I think it's, it's the same thing as what I was just saying with Scott Frost, how players are still adjusting to 
Scott Frost, we didn't we didn't do tackling during, and that's why we came out versus Northwestern. We're missing forty fucking tackles against the one win team. Right. This team tackles a lot better because we practice tackling a lot more. People are going to get hurt when you tackle more, and their right. bodies just aren't used to getting cracked. What eight months out of the twelve? So injuries are that's, that's all. Yeah. All. Yeah. I think <clears throat> that's a big part of playing it too. Is where they were under a um, coaching staff that didn't have them hit and now you're getting hit all the time now i i, I feel that's good that's going to take a toll on your body and you're going to have to get used to that and it might be a couple of years until guys come into the program and fucking keep getting hit all the time and that's what they're used to that's what they know rather than coming from another one and being a little like blown back by it yep. it's interesting man but I, 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 it just, I feel bad and also just confused on how Ramir and Gabe Irvin keep getting fucking injured, dude. And it's also, they're, we're not, we're not tackling or even practicing right now, dude. All they're doing is fucking lifting and, and doing like working out and shit. How do you have a shoulder injury in the middle of a fucking <laughs> off season? Is it a new injury or is it the pre-existing one? Well, Gabe's Gabe's is definitely new. Yeah, because Gabe's Gabe had the hip and now it's his mm-hmm. shoulder. I mean, Ramir, it might be the same shoulder, but Gabe's is definitely a new shoulder injury. But and then he tore his ACL his freshman year, so it's been uh, ACL, hip, and now up to the shoulder for Gabe. And you look at him and you're like, he's a big, strong dude. Like you, you see the pictures of Gabe Irvin Jr. Like I do not want to go in front of this motherfucker. <laughs> it's just confusing to me, I guess. Very confusing. Yeah, but Gabe did hurt though a few years in a row, and Ramirez got hurt last year as well. So exactly. I feel like it's not necessarily something like with this with this like team. You know what I'm saying, or with these yeah. this coaching staff. But well, and then last year when you look at the injuries. It was more guys on offense, definitely than defense. Like our almost our whole fucking oh, offense got wiped out. Yeah. When then Deshaun Singleton, Luke Reimer, Heinrich were really the only like big guys on defense that got injured. But I mean, offense it was IGC, Marcus Washington, Gabe Ramir, uh, Ethan Piper, Turner, Teddy, Jeff, Harbard, Chuba, Billy Kemp. All those guys are on fucking offense, dude. That's so true. It's like, is are these black shirts just laying the fucking wood in practice yes. and this offense needs to step up? Yes. You could look at it that way too, where it's that's like that's what this, we're gonna go defense, with here, Husker Hype Radio. This defense, this black shirt football defense is a step ahead of the offense, <sighs> and these boys need that they they need to come to fruition. Also, it makes you think. We're not even think. Just we need to take a step back on Marcus Satterfield, and you can't judge a right. coordinator with a all freshman team, pretty much. All freshman team, fucking eight of eleven starters at one point were all fucking hurt. Yeah, that's super tough. We tough we to never win. really do think about that when talking about Marcus and his play calling, or it's like, dude, he's 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 pulling the broken Pringles at the bottom of the can right now, trying to make something out of it. You know, <laughs> we, we, we hash that out. Give us some credit, Eddie Husker. Hype radio hash that out. Yeah, we have, we have, 
Um, all right. Well, prayers to Gabe and Ramir. Let's hope they're fucking healthy at, for the for the start of fall practice. Um, let's talk about the NCAA universe gang. The NCAA college football 25 hype video has finally dropped. It's coming out this summer. People said that there was like a little Easter egg saying it was coming out on 6-7, so June 7th, 20, 2024. I can't wait to beat your fucking guy's ass. I'm going to definitely be getting this game. That's the game I played the most growing up other than Call of Duty, and I'm so lit. Dude, I think I'm going to buy a PS5 just for this game. On it. Like, I don't have the new console yet. Like, in that, I think I'm going to s- split a PS5 with DJ Faders and buy this fucking game. You, you are always one of those guys that wants to split shit with people, but it's like, what happens when one of you move away? Well, then we'll flip a coin, dude. We well, got no, somebody has to pay the other what, half. Somebody just pay no. the other half. Yeah, just yeah. pay the other half then. Then why don't you just fucking pay for it if you want to keep it? Well, I don't know if I want to keep it or not, or we can sell it together and split the okay 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 i that the that last that last option i haven't thought of too much i'll be honest okay (laughs) so so the game has been announced man and and here's like from 14 basically a decade we didn't get to play as some of the some amazing college football players who would you have liked to played as um in ncaa (laughs) I was looking at the list of recent Heisman, and I was like, "Dude, fucking any of them." Like, Baker Mayfield, yeah, be sick. Lamar, Lamar, dude, give me Lamar. Marcus Mariota. He was in the game. He was. Yep. Oh shit. Kyler Murray would have been a fucking crazy maniac. Joe Burrow. <clears throat> Bryce Harper, I'm sick. Dude, Jaden Daniels, Kale, yeah, any of the Heisman quarterbacks would have been lit. Dude, and like the 2019 LSU team, I feel would have been very fun to play as. Oh, yeah. That would have been the shit. What's going to be cool, too, is it's not going to be just guys like who you look at their little thing and it's thumbs. It's actually going to be the players. Yeah, Yeah, that's fucking awesome. And like, it's so stupid, I feel, dude. If you want more money to be in the game it's like okay then don't be in the game will change your likeness if you're a, if you're a black dude you'll be a white dude in the game if you're a white dude you'll be a black dude you'll have a completely different number don't be in the fucking game it doesn't matter dude like however much money you're getting you're in a fucking video game bro and like what i wonder what the details are of like madden because i feel like why would you not want to be in the fucking game yeah that's my point exactly dude like because once you become once you become in paid. the or even when you were in the NFL, like you're going to get paid off of the same shit for Madden. I can't imagine like Madden has that much more numbers than NCAA. Right. And dude, I think that once this game comes back, it might blow Madden out of the water yeah. for sales. Definitely the first it, year. It will. It's been 10 years, boys. Shit. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And I would argue that when both of the games were out, NCAA was way more fun to play. And Madden has been on a downhill ever since they're like new controls and like trying to make it way too realistic and adding dumb stuff. It's the same fucking copy over and over, dude. It's the same fuck. I mean, you can't really change too much about sports games in the first place. No, dude. But like, have you had like the new controls where it's like you have to hold the button a certain way or like hold your analog sticks a certain way. And like, it's oh. not just like the simple like fucking run, pass, jump, hurdle shit. 
right right yeah more like competitive yeah and they just make it harder so you it's not like the the skill range can be a lot higher than what it used to be because it's harder to be able to like navigate the controls themselves yeah dude it's it's gonna be sick i'm fucking so excited most interesting Uh, thing will be the transfer portal and how that all ties into it and how you be recruiting somebody it's gonna be like a all freshman you love them they gone gets paid nil from some other school true i'd be so fucking pissed Dude, yeah. <laughs> Carter Nelson gets invited on a boat in Florida with a ton of hookers. Now he's transferring to Florida State. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. It's going to be sick. Um, We got two minutes and 30 seconds left. What do we think here? I, I feel like we can maybe save that. We got some plays drawn up for NCAA. We might open with that next next week. We don't have too much time. Let's just talk about the fucking bullshit and how no Husker players were invited to the NFL combine. I I'm going to, I'm going to look at this. I'm going to take a positive spin on this and say that all our guys are not even going to the NFL. The guy, the impact players on the team are not even guys that are going to the NFL, dude. Like maybe like Reimer, maybe should be invited to the combine, but everyone else, dude, they're here to stay. P Rob, our six year guys. Uh yeah. everyone's staying, dude. So it's Quentin like, Nelson kind of surprises me too, him not being invited. Who? Quentin Quentin Newsom. Oh yeah, Quentin Newsom, Omar Brown. Yeah, I feel like those because Omar Brown made the and Newsom made the senior bowl too, right? Yeah. So yeah, that's a little interesting. But um fuck them. We'll be there yeah, next fuck. year. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's the spin that I'm going to take on the NFL Combine is that we just got all our guys are still on the fucking team. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, it sucks. I mean, I guess it's not good for the rest of the what what the nation looks at it like, but we know what we got cooking in Nebraska, and that's all I got to say. Anything else, fellas? Not too much. Good times are coming. Good times are ahead. Go Big Red. That was episode number 41 of the Husker Hype Radio podcast. Always a good time here. Fellas, I think I I feel like we really had a good podcast there. We we were just going back and forth riffing some good topics in the middle of the offseason where, you know, there's not too much shit to talk about. We talked about some shit. And it was a good podcast. Um, Thank you, guys. For watching, subscribe on YouTube, fucking Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Aaron's blowing up on TikTok lately, baby. Go comment. As always, bleed red, shit corn. Go Go big big red. red. Go big red. Peace.